Hello and welcome to another episode of the Long for the Ride podcast. At least I think it is. We've been away and I've forgotten everything. I'm Greg, joined as always by Mark. Hello, Mark. Hello, Greg. And you're right, it feels... I was just saying before we, we kind of press the record button, although it's only been one week that we've had off, Yeah. Um, I, I feel like I've forgotten everything. Yeah, I think sort of demonstrated by how long it took you to press the record button. <laughs> If it, was, if it was only glowing bright red at the top of the box, so it was obvious to find. Yeah. So, uh, go I, on. I, I was going to say, you know, I normally muck up pressing buttons. It's going to be quite risky today. Risky. Risky what buttons get pressed in relation to sound effects. So, we'll see how we go. Yeah, could, we could be getting anything. We could, yeah. Okay. But, yeah, obviously, we, we've been away. We, we, you know, weren't here for the international break. I'd like to say it's because we got called up. We didn't. Um, we didn't. We, we were just watching. On we do. TV we do know a couple of people who were. Yeah, we do. We know a couple, and you spoke to one. I did speak to one. Yes, yeah, the man of the moment. Yes. Um, yeah, referred to him as, as the man of the moment. So that's one of our only one yeah. of our kind of interviewees today. That's young Kimball McKenzie. Young Kimball. Did he slip you a fiver or something? <laughs> Listen, everybody's young compared to me these days. Fair point. Uh, yeah, fair yeah. point well made. Yes. Um, yeah, as you said, only one of the people you spoke to. We, as always, you, you have a natter with Rob. It lasted a bit longer than normal today. I know. I kind of, yeah, kind of, uh, as, as as we do, we often have a chat uh, most weeks. And then um, I'm, I'm going to take responsibility for it. Um, I think we, we kind of talked and talked and talked. In fact, so long, we're going to split it into two parts. First part is going to be a little bit about the games, uh, the, well, the games singular actually. The yeah. game on on Friday against Lions. Yeah, and then a little bit of retro Rob. Retro Rob. Yes, that's the second part. That's yeah. the second part. So we are going to split it split it into two parts. But interestingly, um, the first part and the London mm. uh, review really of what happened. Yeah. We now have to refer to it. It's got it's got a it's got its own title. That game. The game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to refer to it as. Tear gate, tear, tear gate, tear gate. Not tear. No, not as in crying, as no, in rip. Tear gate. Yeah, tear gate. It's you're the tear gate. You're giving clues away. Now. I know it's a tear gate game. So listen out for that. So we have got that. Yeah, um, and I guess the first person you spoke to um, was Mr. MD, Managing Director Russell Levinston. I know. I happened acro- uh, across him. Yeah. Um, at the facility. Yeah, the way it opens up, it sounds like he's playing next week, but I'll let you uh, listen to that and decide for yourself. Um, but yeah, um, you spoke to Russell, touched on, of course, the WBBL game and then breaking the record, and a couple of other things riders related. Yeah, so let's let's listen to uh, that conversation. Okay, Russell, uh, good c- catch up with you. We've not touched base for a number of weeks, so it was due for a, a quid of conversation. I found you down at the arena today. What are you doing down here? Just at practice, uh, catching up with the guys and uh, and the coaches, obviously following the weekend and uh, doing the plan out for, for this week, to be honest with you, and going through the logistics side of stuff. Okay, sounds interesting. A couple of things then, uh, opportunistically, to ask you about. I guess the first thing, really, is about last Saturday just gone by. WBBL, well, most important thing... Win for the ladies, uh, top of the league with Lions, but also great atmosphere, great attendance, great event generally. What's your thoughts? 
Yeah, it was absolutely superb. To be honest with you, um, it's the first time we've tried to do a really big match for just the WBBL team here at the arena. Um, obviously, with it being International Women's Day coming up as well, it was great timing. And uh, um, we'd been planning this for um, a few months, and uh, and it was great. Uh, even leading up to it, weren't sure leading up to it what the numbers were going to be looking like and that sort of stuff. And then all of a sudden on the day... Um, uh, it really came together and the numbers were superb obviously getting that league record for attendance for WBBL was phenomenal but just the atmosphere in the building I thought it was absolutely brilliant um, we had some great entertainment obviously cheerleaders did a great job and obviously we had the, the wider group of them as well performing at half time as well as uh, obviously uh, Andre who's uh, um, I suppose one of our new uh, fan engagement activators um, is probably the best way of putting it and we'll see him at BBL games soon um, we've obviously seen a small snippets of some of the stuff he's done previously but that looks like uh, hopefully really great engagement for the crowd to really get the crowd into the game um, and really build that connection to what's happening on the floor to what's happening in the bleachers so again I suppose it leads to the question then I mean women's team play most of the home games up at Loughborough University been up there a couple of times seen them play a couple of times is there any kind of future plans to kind of seeing more frequently down at the morning side going forward? Yeah, 100% we'd love to see it more. Um, obviously, we uh, we did this big match this time. Hopefully, next season we can look at uh, more games. This this uh, this season um, and, and the last few years, we've always had them in the playoff games as well. So uh, before uh, the men's playoff games, we've had the women's playoff games as well. So um, that will look to continue. Um, but this sort of big match... Um, situation obviously trying to make the the women's game uh more more commercial as well obviously that's a big part of the ambition as we look to grow and develop that is uh is to make it more commercially viable as well um so so hopefully we'll see more of these big match games uh for, for the wbbl team here at the morningside arena that sounds really good and a quick shout out of course that's what you presented uh Krumesh patel coach of the the month on on friday night so you know the wbbl team um, drawing down great credit to the organisation which is great to see yeah obviously bringing Krumash back after his stint in Sweden was huge but he's really uh, really taken the programme back to where it was before he left and uh, I think um, we have a vision for where we want to take it in the future um, he's doing a great job fully deserved the February uh, um, coach of the month and also Ash um, bringing someone like Ash Arlins in to, uh, as the captain of the team and the leader as well. She's been phenomenal at creating that culture for the group um, and obviously performance-wise led her to the uh, February Player of the Month as well. So uh, it's great, great, great for us as a club. Um, we're obviously a million miles away from the, the different budgets in, in, in the league, especially if you look at London. Um, but the fact that we're right up the top of the league right now, actually in number one spot in uh, in, in wins, uh, is a huge achievement not only to uh, the coaches, the players, Players, but also all the staff that work behind the scenes to also help uh, provide that team uh, with the resource it needs to be successful as well. So a uh, massive shout out to everybody who put all that hard work into the, the, the Saturday game because it was a lot of a lot of work goes into to, to, to getting that number of people into the building and putting on a great game day experience like that. Great. Uh, so we look forward to further developments, opportunities to see the women's game down at the morning side. Um, Another thing that I just wanted to ask you about why I've got you down here, um, we're throwing it back again, aren't we? I see we, we kind of uh, putting that out. Talk to us a little bit about thinking around that, what that might mean, what it looks like, etc. Russ. So obviously over the last five or six years, maybe even a bit longer now, we've been doing these uh, 
theme games. We've had uh, Neon Night, we've had St. Patrick's Night, we had the Diwali Night. Um, last season we had the retro game um, against Manchester. So this this year we decided to up it a little bit and actually have a bit of a retro series and get 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 four teams involved in that. And for us, hang on, is there a, is there a trophy for this retro series? <laughs> no, it's just uh, I suppose for, for for us it's to. Um, celebrate and respect the history of all them clubs um, because I think a lot of the time we're so busy in the moment all the time we kind of forget what come before us and uh, and all the great success that all of them teams have had and and for us this is a celebration for uh, the previous players coaches fans and anyone else involved in the club but for us th th this year bringing back the 1987 the original BBL season jersey um, and kit um, is pretty uh, is a pretty cool thing and uh, even bringing back the uh, the Leicester City uh, Riders logo to the front of the shirt, um, and especially with how much the Leicester City have helped us um, over a number of years, um, and more recently, obviously, in, in supporting us with the build of this uh, lovely arena we have here in Leicester, um, the the council itself, and especially the Mayor uh, Sir Peter Soulsby, have been a huge support. Um, and uh, it's great that we can celebrate our partnership in this way as well, um, and the history of our partnership. Great, um, great for that. Those comments. I'm looking forward to those games tremendously. Home and away. Um, so hopefully I'll, I'll be able to take all of those in. Russell, thank you for your time and just stepping by along for the ride. Appreciate your time as all as usual, and we'll speak to you again in the future. Thanks a lot, Mark, and thanks for all your hard work and uh, keep it along along for the ride going. So the, uh, the, the the sort of sounds of, of riders managing director Russell. I don't know if anyone was concerned when you said, "Oh, what are you doing? I'm just at practice." <laughs> I, I was getting concerned that we were thin yes. on the ground. Obviously, we don't had Connor for a couple of weeks. Russell yes. thinking yes. he could step up, but yeah, obviously you spoke to the WBBL team. Um, they had a fantastic result, winning sixty-two forty-four against Seven Oaks Suns, yes. which I think makes it that the riders have the longest active. WBBL That's winning streak. That's true, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, I think Suns came in in eight on a row. Uh, obviously, that streak's been snapped by yes, the Riders. Yes. Um, led by a couple of players, um, 16 points apiece for Ashley Arlen and also Jess, Jess uh, Yates on a birthday, no less. On a birthday, happy Six, belatedly. Yeah, 16 points for both, combining for 32 points out of 62 so that's pretty good going for those, for those two um, yeah we're, we're, we're helping the team get the win and, and I guess the, the, the biggest stat and the relevance of it is is the number of attendees yes 1,312 so everybody who was able to get there then take a bow yeah, fantastic for, obviously, WBBL that the attendance record keeps getting broke. Newcastle set it and then broke it themselves. We've now taken it on, I believe, by nine. <laughs> um, so I think Essex might have, a, Essex Rebels might have a big game coming up. Yes. Newcastle, I'm sure, will we'll, we'll, we'll go again. I think what's been nice to see about the Newcastle WBBL team is that they're now playing, and you spoke a little bit about this with Russell, they now play every game at the Virtue Motors Arena. And I think, even this week, it wasn't like a, a quote-unquote big match or the big one, as they call it. And they still had, I think, between five and 600 there. So, so they've really done well to yeah. sort of grow yeah. the attendance for, the, for their WBBL side. And hopefully we can follow suit. And obviously you spoke to that with Russell about the playoff games will be here. Or here. I say here, we're not at the Morningside Arena. Hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully I think, yeah. And I think there's, there's, there's um, plans afoot um, to try and get a few more 
games down at the morning side, which would be um, uh, a step in the right direction, I think. Yeah, fan- and it'd be fantastic. And and I, one thing I saw Coach Krumesh say in one of his post-match interviews was, actually, he'd quite like somebody else to break the record and just yes. keep it moving up and up and yeah, up um, to sort of grow the women's sort of side of the game. And I guess a quick shout-out to Nathan for doing his first on-camera interviews. I know he was nervous. I think I saw that on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good job. Yeah, well, he, I, I don't know if you spotted it. It's around somewhere on socials where he was doing his practice. Practicing. No, I've not seen that one. He's practicing with WBBL coach, uh, assistant coach rather, Nick Moody. Okay. And he's asking him questions and Nick Moody's responses are always the same. Which is? I'm not media trained. <laughs> <laughs> so Nathan then, is he is he interested in, um, you know, a podcast career, do you think? I don't know. Um, hopefully not. We'll have to, <laughs> have to swerve him away. But if you've seen any of the WBBL socials, Twitter, uh, Instagram, um, this season, Nathan's been doing all of that. Um, so all the photographs, etc. Um, and no, normally courtesy of Nathan. Yeah, and um, isn't he only about twelve? He is twelve. Yes, yes. He and not 12. started the shaving or anything. No, I think I think all he needs to do is ha- hold his head out the window when he's driving <laughs> on driving home, and uh, it just sort of floats off. So good job, Nathan. Uh, really Great job, Nathan. Um, but yeah, um, obviously fantastic win for the WBBL team, um, and that was you know took the took the pride of place on Saturday. Great win. They're now top of the league, um, albeit having played more games than London. Yeah, yeah. Moving on to I guess the men's side of of the yes. riders' um, perspective. Um, obviously, one person in particular has had a great month. Yeah. So accumulating with disappearing on a on a brief tour of. Serbian capital city, whatever that is. Yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, we asked that question last. We did, yeah. we did that in in the context as um, we. It, I think the quiz night will happen before we get this episode uplay, uploaded. But it was done in the in kind of trying to promote the supporters club. Yeah, quiz night. Absolutely, it should, should be a fantastic evening. Yes, or probably was a fantastic evening as this goes out. Yes, but yes, um, yes. even if the quiz master's not the best. Um, <laughs> I've heard a rumour about um, quiz night tomorrow. Yeah. I've heard um, assistant coach Pablo and his family are going to be there. There you go. That's the rider's rumour. Yes, that's this week's rider's rumour. Uh, yeah. And and Pablo, well, I did have a chat today. I didn't record him, you know, yeah. but um, tells me he's having a few sleepless nights. There you go. Not baby related. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he just can't nod off. <laughs> Um, no, yeah, fantastic. Obviously, fantastic news for Pablo, and I'm sure lots of riders fans um, at the quiz night would love to, you know, wish it, you know, give him their well wishes, etc. So yeah. great chance to catch up to him. But sort of another man enjoying sort of some positive spins is the man of the moment, Kimball McKenzie. Okay, and with um, Kimball McKenzie, um, I think it's fair to say, Kimball, man of the moment. Um, and what I mean by that, obviously, player of the month, February, BBL, great, player of the game on uh, Friday night, um, and I'm going to start off, because I've not seen you since, um, experience of travelling away, GB, yes. what, what, what was that like? Yeah, it was, uh, it was an awesome experience altogether, I would say, um, obviously I played in a game in Serbia, um, yeah, amazing atmosphere, I mean, one of the best I've ever played in, um, I want to say there was... 8,000 fans there, all Serbian, I believe. Um, and uh, yeah, they need any Brits? I don't think so. I mean, other than us. So uh, that in itself was an awesome experience. To represent the country was a was a great honor. Um, I thought I played okay. You know, I played solid. You know, maybe a B, B in my books. But again, it was awesome to go out there. Our team played a pretty good game. 
until Serbia separated late. So altogether an awesome experience. Good group of guys there. Um, and yeah, really enjoyed myself. And just, I'm just wondering, never played the game, step up from kind of club game grind versus international level of basketball, um, Kimball. Yeah, I mean, different just because you haven't played with the guys, right? So uh, some of these international teams have the advantage that they've had a similar group together for five, six, seven years. Uh, obviously, I'm playing with a very new unit, so you're going in for a week of training camp trying to learn a bunch of plays, trying to learn guys' tendencies, and then you're playing. So that's different. Uh, the game's more physical. It's refereed completely differently. I know it's FIBA, but these BBL refs ref it completely differently than than the refs over there do in terms of the physicality level, the screens, you're much more physical and tougher to get through, the body contact, much more physical. So they let more stuff go, which I like. Um, so that's a difference. And, yeah, that's about it. I mean, other than that, it's basketball. Okay, so hopefully you'll get more call-ups going forward. I think there's another window later in this year. Um, briefly talk about, I think we have to, Friday night's um, loss yeah. to London Lies. Your perception of, of, of how we performed, uh, Kimball? Yeah, I mean, we just uh, we talked about it today. We just weren't uh, sharp enough against a team like that. They're playing at a very high level right now. Uh, you give them any opening, you make a mistake, they're going to make you pay. You know, there might be some other teams that you can get away with some of this stuff and still win the game. Against London, you got to, you know, be very crisp offensively, defensively. You got to be, you know, we missed seven free throws in the first half, got to make those. Um, you know, you got to get the threes to drop, which we didn't. So, I mean, it was a perfect storm for them. They played a good game. They were making every open shot that they took. We just got to be a little bit more crisp. So back to the drawing board for us, back to, you know, one game at a time. You know, we're not uh, defeated in the littlest, in the slightest. Um, so back to the drawing board, back to playing our brand and moving forward. Absolutely. Um, just before press record on that, I was just admiring, I think you got a new pair of kicks on. And I, and I said to you, I've never asked any, anybody about their kicks, which is a bit of oversight on my behalf. What do you like to play in? Uh, these are the Kyrie Infinities. Uh, Not Kyrie. Yeah, yeah. No, nothing. I mean, nothing to do with the player. With me, I find a shoe that I like and I roll with it. You know, I'm not one. I know a lot of guys like to rotate four different shoes at a time. I wear one until they break. And then I'm probably going to buy the same pair again. So I think this is my fifth pair of these shoes just because I like them. They feel good on my feet. That's about it. Color and stuff is all a bonus, but if I can find a pair I like, I'm wearing them. Okay, so it's usually on the birthday list or the Christmas list for a new pair. Sure, yeah, something like that. Okay, um, just um, I'm not sure whether you're able to, um, when we publicize this, um, supporters' quiz night will have already occurred. Um, I'm not sure whether you'll be able to be in attendance or not, uh, but uh, I thought I'd just ask a couple of things, really, in, in relation to that. Before last edition of the um, the um, podcast we kind of asked a, a, a general question what is the capital of serbia seems that with knowing that you were going there and um do you know the answer to that i'm sure you do would that be belgrade it would be Gel belgrade yeah so there that's so that's the answer uh, for people who were listening um i guess um, the, the other thing is and i'm going to give a quick shout out to one of our sponsors here leicester vintage old toy shop in hey, leicester boy that's your boy yeah that's my guy i mean uh, awesome supporters are here at every game uh with the kids and i mean you don't get a better group of guy people than that the the whole family's awesome what i, what I was gonna do um and w slowly work through the team so when you was little growing up small boy what would be your favorite vintage toy you has as a young boy what what what, what did young kimball play with uh, vintage toy that's tough. I would say I was more so with, uh, I'm sure I did, but I think I was too young to remember. I was more so 
into like uh, gear and stuff like headbands and like you know arm sleeves and stuff like this and then I'd go shoot on my little net or go play football or whatever it is you know if, if it was fo- uh, sorry American football it would be like a dark visor or something like this like you know more so uh, apparel let's say that I was more kind of into and wearing too much of I wanted to be like Allen Iverson and stuff like this so um, let me think toy wise yeah I don't really have something for you there I wasn't a big I definitely was playing with toys when I was young but yeah I can't really remember okay what about uh, if you were a superhero who, who would you be uh, or who did you aspire to be if I was a superhero I would be um, Iron Man because you know he's just a normal guy he has a lot of money <laughs> and uh, he has a cool suit so I just live my normal life but I'd be uh, have a lot more dollars in my pocket and I'd have a cool suit I could hop into so yeah I can see you as Tony Stark it's, right, it's yeah. a good fit it's a good, Tony Stark. it's a good it's a good fit right, we'll it. finally uh, Kimbo um, we've got a couple of games this weekend Friday Sunday interestingly enough uh, for league action it's against the Eagles both games yeah thoughts about that yeah, um, I mean, a team that obviously I don't think their record really reflects what type of, uh, you know, basketball team that they are, obviously coached by uh, GB coach Mark Studel. So, um, you know, I know he, he, these guys aren't slowing up because they're, uh, you know, out of the playoff picture right now. That's a team that's going to be coming out fire and a team that's uh, going to be desperate for wins. So we got to be crisp, man. Uh, anytime you play a team twice in a row, uh, it can be tough just because, you know, you learn each other's tendencies and it's almost like one long game. But uh, we're looking to just take them one at a time, go in there and uh, get a win in Newcastle on Friday and then come back here and take care of business, make it a good weekend. Best of luck this weekend then, uh, Kimball. Thanks for dropping down. I appreciate it as usual. Best of luck. Much appreciated. Much appreciated. So they were um, picking the brain of... of Iron Man. Iron Man, yeah. Kimball, Kimball is he, McKenzie. Is he, is he, um, I'm not as up as you are regarding uh, Marvel superheroes. Is he uh, probably one of the leaders in the Avengers group? Would you would you consider him um, as a leader? Without giving too many spoilers away. Okay, go on. We have had his funeral in, <gasps> the, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> really? Yeah, so. Uh, I don't know if I can carry on now. Yeah, so Kimball's picked um, an early rest, I guess. <laughs> But I like his thinking, his rationale in relation to is incredibly wealthy. Yeah, well, <laughs> if you're going to pick a superhero and you don't necessarily have a great affinity for anyone, <laughs> pick a billionaire. Yes. Like, it feels like a good thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also, those boots he wears that, as part of the suit would really help cool. me get up in games, wouldn't it? Like, it looks cool. Even I could dunk wearing those. Yeah, yeah. And it does, it's a cool look. Yeah, no question. The red and the gold. Yeah. I mean, they're better than, uh, what is he wearing? Kyrie Irving Infinities. Infinities yeah. yeah, they look better, don't they? Yeah. And, yeah. and probably cost a lot more. So it's a good job that Tony Stark is... Um, yeah. Is uh is yeah. is the billionaire? Yes. So really, I mean, he he kind of provided the uh, the answer to the question we set, mm. uh, which of course was Belgrade, the capital of Serbia. Yeah, and he did give himself uh, a Belgrade when marking his uh, performance. Yes, he did. He only graded himself a B. I'm yeah. sure he's better than that. Humble. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, uh, you know, um, I know there's lots of teachers. Well, would one teacher probably two teachers listen to this podcast? So they'll know what it means. Uh, but he's had a great, he's had a great month and a little bit longer. Yeah, I don't think there's many letters in grading anymore. I think they've replaced most of them with numbers. Have they? Okay. Yeah, right. but, an, but anyway, yes. um, 8,000 Serbian fans. Yeah, front sounds off. hostile. Hostile. Yeah, hostile, yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe the hostile was hostile. Yes. Um, <laughs> 
Who knows? Who knows? Um, but yeah, great experience. We got to experience, I guess, a snippet of that when we went up to Newcastle for the um, Latvia game. Yes, which was last, taken last over, summer. taken over by Latvia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we spoke was, about that, that before. That was a fantastic atmosphere. Yeah, so it was. This will be that on. On steroids, I guess, really. Yes, yes, 8,000, yeah, be be a great event. Um, so, um, I don't think there's anything else I want to pick out regarding the uh, the Kimball uh, uh, interview. Yeah, and no, it was just nice that it was raining golden balls on Friday. Um, <laughs> we had three dish which is Which is a Tony Stark colour, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Also, I think golden balls was a, was a quiz show with Jasper Carrot, so... It's also David Beckham's name, isn't it? Yeah, so basically, through the riders, yeah. you know, yeah. what's that seven degrees of separation? Go we, on. We can get to anyone. Yeah, <laughs> any link. Yeah. Any link we want. No matter how tenuous. Yeah, yeah we can get... You get it here. here. Yeah, so, and, and, and because of that, David Beckham is heavily linked with Leicester Riders. That's it, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Great, great that both BBL and WBBL side were a recipient of those. Um, yeah. And great that we could hand them out in front of a home crowd on Friday. And I guess Friday's game is what we should probably talk about next. Yes. Um, so um, we're going to jump into, um, we're going to play this out in two parts, I think. So I said it was quite a long uh, conversation I had with Rob. First first part, I uh, asked him to, uh, we talked a bit about uh, the performance on Friday of the team, mm. his his assessment um, of, of the performance, etc. Talked a little about defence. And interestingly, did I, I've already said this, I think I did, didn't I? It is now known as... Teargate. Teargate game. So let's yeah. let's hear his kind of views and why that title has come about. And the different skills of Donna. Donna, we love Donna. Okay, as usual, with Coach Paternostro. Um, good to see you, Rob. I've not spoke to you for a couple of weeks, and there's a couple of things I want to come back to you on. Um, I think you challenged me to have a look at something <laughs> when we're in the Cheshire Jessing Room. Yes. So I want to talk about that. Uh, but let's let's start um, with uh, reflecting on yeah. Friday night's loss against the London Lions. How, how did you see it? Well, I thought that um, you know they came in here uh, a well-rested group with energy on the defensive end and really set the tone on that end of the floor. Uh, I thought their physicality and their quickness on defense was uh, as good as, as we've seen uh, a team play. And I think, you know, that really was the catalyst uh, for them to, to get out ahead of us. Combine that with um, some real good shot making from them. They're not one of the best three-point shooting teams in the league. Uh, when you look statistically, but on this night, you know, any time we were a little late or didn't get the hand up in the right way, they punished us, and I thought they played uh, well. I didn't think we played particularly well. Obviously, our shooting let us down. I think um, the free throw line was major disappointment. I think we missed seven in the first half, and if you look at the halftime score, I think you know, we could have been in a different place, feeling in a different way if we made that. And I thought, you know, the three-point shooting again against them was was a problem. Give them credit. Their defense and their rotations uh, and quickness is, is, is evident to see. But I thought uh, in order to beat a team like that, uh, we're going to have to really play at a high level, and I didn't think we did. Absolutely. It, it does seem, and kind of, um, they do seem to find at least one shooter when we've played them who's very hot. I think coming off the bench, it was most large, I think it was four or five or three or four, I can't quite remember from three point line, who doesn't shoot that, that higher click normally, but they always seem to find that one player who really punishes, I think. 
you know, I, I think through all this, uh, and we know, uh, you know, the resources and uh, the depth of the team and how they have, like, a lot of interchangeable guys and blah, blah, blah. But I think when you watch this team play, I think you can admire um, how they play well together. And you talk about a guy like Suluade, he just kind of fits his role out there. And he didn't overdo it. He didn't force anything. But um, when you play a team like that with the stars that they have, you've got to take away something. And uh, they do a good job of hurting you with the other guys. I, I definitely thought that uh, they played a really good basketball game, uh, of, uh, team basketball. And I think when we've played them in league, this is the third time where they haven't had a game before you know we played them opening night yeah. uh we played them christmas they were off for a while and we played them right after international break coincidence i guess but uh boy they seemed like they had so much energy and so much aggressiveness um that um they were going to be tough to stop just um i saw you um you interviewed you you gave to our own charlie walker on Twitter. Yeah. Just a couple of things to pick off of that that you okay. said, uh, Rob, if I could. I mean, I think he was crediting Lions defence, which you'd probably speak to. And, you know, are they as good a defensive team we've ever seen in the BBL? I guess that's, that's a further question. And the other thing I think you said to Charlie was uh, we need to forget about it and kind of move on. Um, so kind of already focusing on the net game. Can you talk about both those things a little more? Well, as far as being the best defensive team we've played against since I've been coaching, is that what you're asking me? Yeah. Yes. I mean, definitely. Definitely. Size, strength, speed, uh, veteran intelligence, which is so important in defense. Uh, they have it all. Depth. So, yeah, I, I, I don't think we've ever seen a team that has all that together, and their physicality out there is as good as it gets. So, yes, I'm saying the best team we've come up against. I think courtside, when you watch them play, especially against us this year, uh, you could see it. You could really see it. Maybe a little tougher to see sitting farther away. But um, you could really see how quickly they are uh, to get after you. And then, go ahead, you want to go on that one? Uh, yeah, yeah, just, go, just go, come go. quickly. And again, you know, I sit, it, sit behind you, um, supporters' perspective only. Um, and you might not be a chance of this. But in terms of Sharman and kind of how he hard edges, do you think he should get a few more whistles for that? Or is that, I understand if you can't answer that, he seems to have very hard edge and almost knocks us out our kind of uh, movement at the top of the key. Thoughts? I have, I have, I, first of all, he, you know, it takes a for a six eleven, six ten guy to be able to do what he do, does out there. It's 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 rare, especially in our league. His movement and everything. He's he's excellent at that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think probably you look at the video and you see a couple times. I wouldn't want to just focus on him. I would say I feel like they do play a brand of basketball that is maybe called a little bit differently. They certainly are aggressive and physical and hold and grab and and do things that um maybe you know a few weeks before this game you, you would see it called a different way i don't know um but it is what it is i don't think um you know there's any way we can um deal with that other than uh just keep going you got to deal with it and that's the way it is but yeah i i i do think they are over aggressive and make contact and i think um at times um yeah, the, the whistle wasn't there, but I don't think that uh, that was why we lost. I think, um, you know, I think that was a team that I, I don't know if any of the teams in the league would have got them, got near them that night, the way they were playing. And uh, we are going to have to raise the level of play 
to be able to get them. You know, we got uh, definitely one more shot this year and, and hopefully another one in, in, in the playoffs at some point. But, um, you know, in order to beat them, we got to raise our level. I guess the other thing you kind of said about you, need, you, you quickly need to forget yeah. about losses like that and kind of move on and refocus. Oh, yeah. I, look, we're going to have a video session right now in the game. We will we will review it. I think our spacing at times needs to be better, especially if you're playing against a team with that quick of rotation. Um, but, yeah, I think you can't let a game like that, which, you know, wasn't fun to be a part of in your home arena can't let that affect the next one and i think that's always important we got to move on and we got to um you know still understand what we are as a basketball team and i think you know we're we're a really good basketball team that does a lot of really good things and i think that night we were um second best and we got to like get ourselves back to being the best and i think this is a, a week where we uh you know head into newcastle we got two games against them almost like a playoff type situation uh, you know, it's, it should be uh, uh, easy to turn your attention to that. Absolutely. It is quite unusual. We kind of, uh, before we come to Newcastle briefly, um, I mean, I guess in some respects, Lions would go away thinking they, they tore us up. And in relation to tears, you were, you were mentioning to me a little ah. problem that you had um, on Friday night. Do you want to speak to that? I, I certainly didn't notice. Well, my mother is usually a good uh, test on, you know, how I act and behave. Uh, in a game I usually like to get her feedback on that she watches every game from Florida um, and she said to me after the game you weren't standing up that much in that game how come and I said well uh, in the s- late first quarter early second quarter I had a tear in my suit from the knee all the way up to the thigh uh, so <laughs> uh, that first half especially I had to make sure I sat down and kept my coaching board in front of me <laughs> or else um, it wouldn't be pretty. Even at halftime, I got some Donna Phillips, who does it all for how many years she's been here. She yeah. does it all. Uh, yeah. Safety pinned it up a bit, but still I was still concerned because there was such a big rip in my trousers. <laughs> so I was concerned to get up, to move around, because I think that um, it would be quite embarrassing. So uh, when my mother asked me why I didn't get up, I wondered if other people thought that too. But uh, the bottom line was, my suit was uh, torn. Uh, I had a long tear in it, which uh, you know changed the way I could move around. Okay, right. Right? I, I, I didn't notice that, Rob. <laughs> but it kind of, well. uh, uh, yeah, you did. Yeah. Kind of a funny story in many ways. Is it? I guess what we need to know is the offending trousers repaired. Yeah, I think this. I think they might not be. Um, we'll see. I have a few people checking it out right now. Uh, but um, but yeah, it's going to be a um, it's going to be a tough road back for them. Okay, right. <laughs> good, 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 good story. Okay. Um, quickly turning to Newcastle, like you say, unusually um, back-to-back almost Friday, Sunday, home and away uh, against Newcastle uh, Eagles, who you look at the table towards the bottom, but probably they should have beaten Bristol um, last game up. Yeah. So we know how tough that's going to be. What do you see the challenges coming this weekend then, Rob? Well, we played them last time up there. I thought we had a, a lead there, and then you know they, they came right back at us. I think... Um, you know, it is a rivalry game in a lot of ways too. Let's be honest. You know, going I, I really enjoy going up there. Their fans are real passionate. Have kind of you know have have a good time with them when we're up there. Um, but boy, you could tell there's a different you know there was a different energy when we're in, we're in the building. So you understand that's a part of it. But they got a lot of talent. I think Hamlet is as tough to stop as any player in the league. They've added Gordon, who we know how good he can be. 
And, um, you know, I think they have a really talented team. Tough league this year. You know, you have to be playing really well throughout the game to get the W's, and they haven't. But I don't think it. I don't think there's anyone in our group that doesn't look at them as, as, as a tough team to play. I think they're going to be tough. And I think Friday, Sunday makes the situation a little bit different as well. That's a long weekend of playing against the same team. So uh, you're going to have to learn a lot in game one and, um, you know, bring it out in game two. So that was obviously um, Coach Rob talking with yourself. Um, yes. Just to give a, a few things about the game, um, praising the Lions' defence, their physicality, yeah. um, their energy, etc. Um, talked about how, you know, they, they, they had a lot of energy, you know, felt they were quite obviously well-rested. Um, uh, you know, everyone's ex- had that experience with the international break, um, which, which helps with that. Obviously touched on a couple of other things in terms of... And what I liked, what he said was that you know, you know, when when we're looking to beat them, because obviously we still are looking to beat them, that we need to raise our level. Yeah, um, yeah. and there's still a sort of you know innate desire to do that and, yes. and challenge with, with everyone every night, including the London Lions. Yeah, and and I think that one of the things he did, he did clearly indicate. Um, slightly disappointed with the free throw shooting which is free points yeah. it's free you're giving them for free so when they're there available take them um, obviously, yeah obviously Rob touched on that they missed seven in the first half yes, yeah. um, seven I, points I think we were losing by 13 yeah. at half time so that that makes it what a six point game yeah if yeah. you nail, nail those and obviously you don't necessarily yes. nail them all but yeah. we did finish 15 of 22 so we must have been perfect in the second half yeah yeah from, from the line so you know there was I guess small improvements there and one thing you know going throwing back to an episode now back in January talked about keys to the London Lions in, yeah or beating London Lions yes. in, the, in the lead up to the cup final uh-huh. and one of the things he said was the power of the three power of the three and I think we spoke about it after that game, and I'm going to speak right now, London Lions defense, and obviously Rob's touched to it. Obviously, it is phenomenal, and the best mm. defense any you know we've probably seen at BBL level ever. Although, they, although you heard me ranting, not ranting, but you know, just Sharma, that and the hard edge at yeah. the top of the key. I just think, I don't know. I just think he bangs into whoever's ball handling. It mm. almost. It's an intentional. It's not accidental. Yeah. It's an intentional bang yeah. that that kind of knocks whoever's handling the ball at that time. And I just think I think the refs should call that a little bit more frequently. Yeah, that's I mean, just me. They were very physical. What uh, do I know? Very well. Seriously, very uh, little. Very I know. little. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were very physical. Obviously, where I sit is pretty close. Um, and the amount of times I could see they were just holding Aaron, pinning him under one arm, etc., to try and take away rebounds. Although I thought Aaron had a good game, 11-7, near double-double performance. Yeah. Um, he battled really hard. Um, <coughs> sorry, excuse me. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it was only incredibly f- physical defender. But going back to the power of the three, I think they took it away a little bit in the cup final, and they did it again. I think they've done Friday. it every time we've played on, um, Greg. Three-point percentage, we were... 14%. 14%. 4 mm. of 27. Now, yeah, yeah. we average, as a team, nearly 40%, yeah, yeah. which puts us up much closer to sort of 10, 11, 12 makes. Well, realistically, that's a ball game. Yes. 
Um, yeah. So that you know that that's difficult, um, and I guess we've got to try and maybe find a way of of getting easier or better better looks from the three point line. But it's difficult to break that defense it down. Is. It is. Um, and even without the likes of Costa Kufos etc., they were still sort of excellent in that in that area. Obviously, they did. Win, we did. You know, they did win every quarter against us, and they were fairly consistent. I think six points win first quarter, seven points win quarter two, six point win quarter three, six point win quarter four. So very consistent. <laughs> Throughout yeah, the game, yeah, yeah. Um, and sort of managed the game pretty well um, to get through it. And interesting, lines themselves actually shot the three ball better than the two ball, which is an interesting stat. Yeah, forty-eight yeah. percent yeah. from, from three, three, and their actual field goal percentage was only forty-seven. Okay, because they, um, yeah, was shot shot forty-seven from two. So difficult to beat a team when they're doing that. Isn't yeah, it? If you're, well, if you're hitting twenty-three pointers. Yeah. 60 points just yeah, yeah. pretty quickly yes um, hard, yeah. hard, to, hard to keep up with but yeah, that obviously yeah. as we found out was not the main part of the game no no, no. and I feel I feel like um, now's the time I kind of I, I don't know why I didn't realise this but obviously we know every game's available to view and actually Friday's was a Sky game but it's still available on YouTube um, so in in effect, it's it's uh, available to view globally, mm. and as and as Coach Rob said, his mum watches them from Florida. So yeah. I think we should give a quick shout out for Rob's mum, Mrs. Yeah. Paternostro. Mrs. Paternostro, yeah. So hi. Yeah. Not sure her. whether she listens, but if she doesn't, we can still say hello. No, yeah. Well, she definitely listens on uh, stream. <laughs> so next time yes. you're doing the commentary, yes. right, you'll have to say hello. Yeah, yeah. To all 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 watchers from Florida. Yeah. yeah. Especially if your last name's Paternostro. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'll have to do that. Good point. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's good. She, it's good that she joins us along for the ride. Along for the ride. Yes. On the journey, watching yes. her son and the rest her of the son. riders. Of yeah, course. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't notice anyway that there was a a bit of a, a trouser problem <laughs> throughout most of that game, and uh, Rob certainly felt he was in, inhibited in his normal um, kind of way he likes to coach. Yeah. So what we're saying there is the rest probably got off a little lightly. <laughs> He was up and down a lot less. <laughs> I'll be honest. Obviously, I sit pretty much right next to him. I didn't notice. notice yeah. So yeah, that yeah, that probably yeah. shows everything yeah. you do about my observation skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, Donna to the rescue with the safety yeah, pins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Donna, she's she can do it all basically. Yeah, Donna, yeah. I, I, I believe they're releasing a writer's version of Cluedo, and the answer is always it was Donna with the safety pins in the changing room. That's a great, great um, um, thing. Yeah. So there you go. Um, but yeah, obviously, you know, Coach Rob, we talk about how prepared he is for games. And he's the number one preparation. He's the preparation king. Yes. Well, now he's going to have to bring a second pair of trousers every week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a spare pair available. Yeah, we'll have yes. to be on trouser watch. If we ever notice he's wearing a different colour in the yeah, second half, yeah, yeah. we'll know he's yeah. torn again. Yeah, torn again. Torn again. That sounds like it should be a song. Yeah, or, or a dodgy second album or something. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, so anyway, I suppose that's anything else. I think I think that's kind of covered it, uh, much of the, the kind of game Friday night. Yeah, and one thing Rob, you know, just said, you know, we need to move on and remember what we are, and that is a good basketball team. Obviously, we win a lot more than we lose, and we yeah. have done for a long time now. Yeah, so yeah. it's about moving on, getting that chin up and, and, and moving on to the next game, yeah. which, as you touched on, is against Newcastle. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, um, home and away. Uh, tough tough games, couple of games, because like you say... Oh, I they, thought you were talking about Australian TV shows. Sorry, go on. No, no. So, so um, no, yeah, home and away, yeah. Is that still screening? Probably not. Anyway, um, 
As I said to Rob, um, they should have beaten Bristol because yeah. uh, I keep an eye on where Bristol and what they're doing. Yeah. Um, you know, was I upset that they lost to Manchester on Sunday? I don't know. Um, make your own assessment of that. So that puts them on another loss. So um, in the issue is, do we want to finish second or third? Does it matter? Maybe, maybe not. Depends on what your your view is. I think you want to finish as high as you possibly can do. Um, be interesting to have that conversation with Rob. But obviously, you want to have finish as high as you can do because it does help with seeding for players. And I know, in on paper, second will only play third anyway. Yes, uh, if everything goes as it should. Mm. But it doesn't always go as it should, and and mm. the BBL playoffs don't use a bracket so the the highest seed left just gets the lowest seed so if someone does sneak a win against someone actually if you second rather than third maybe you can avoid someone that you don't want to play until a little bit later yes not that we're worried about playing anyone of course but yeah talking about this this these coming games i'd say away and home because that's the order in which they come true um they're obviously retro night games they are retro night games. And yeah, inspired yeah. by that and a conversation you had in the changing room with Coach Rob. Yes, up at Cheshire. We're going to have a little trip down Rob's memory lane a little bit. Yeah, he challenged me, uh, for those who listened to last week's episode, a little bit about uh, looking into his his performance at the, uh, the 2002 NLNTL Cup final. So we started talking about that a little bit and then talked about his, his playing days in Birmingham Bullets. So let's 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 just listen to that. Yeah. Um I'm just gonna come back then. We had a quick of a conversation up at Cheshire uh, and I mentioned um, James Hamilton. Yeah. I think you challenged me to go and have a look at a particular yeah, cup final. Um it's not always easy to do, but I did find the NTL National Cup 2002. I guess the first thing that kind of struck me, it's the year after we won with Billy Mims and that yeah. famous six, 2001. So you got to the final after us. Yeah. And I found, what I did find, that um, in the box score, Robert Paternostro, 20 points. Ooh, yes. I forgot what that was. Was it 20? Okay. Yeah. I think it was all second half points too, as a matter of fact. I think he had zero in the first, 20 in the second. Um, yeah. So what? To what I've been able to find out—that's so what I'm averaging for my finals career. I've had one final in the British League, so I'm averaging 20 points a game in the final. You'll uh, take that. I'll take it. It looks good on paper, although we lost. I was uh, going to say that, that what I've been able to find out. Apparently, it's a very close, exciting game. Cheshire one one two one oh five. So seven points difference in the in in the ball game. Um, a couple of people I don't really remember too well. Um, Rashad Johnson, 39, oh, top wow. score for what you. And Brant Bailey, I do remember, 34. Um, your memories of those players and coached by Lance Randall and of that day, what, what were they, Rob? That was fun. That was fun, yeah. We, um, we had a team that year. I'll tell you a little quick story on that. It was a team that played in Europe. That was a team that played in Europe. Okay. I don't remember that. Yeah. Birmingham so, Bullets played yeah. Europe. The Northern European Basketball League, which has kind of been replaced by Phoebe Europe Cup and all that. Yeah. But um, So we played in Europe, but what we also did that season was we went to the United States during the season. No way! And we played nine or ten games against American universities. So we left England in October and came back in November and opened... University of Florida, Central Florida, Alabama A&M, Western Kentucky, all these teams, Mississippi State, Southern Illinois. So we traveled around the country in America as a BBL team 
I assume we were handsomely paid by those big NCAA teams who have a lot of money. And the players weren't paid. Um, but the organization was paid. So that was a season where I think, if I add it up correctly, we played 70-something games that season. Wow. Can you remember your record on that? I don't remember. That West Coast I, I swing. Have, oh, uh, you mean in, in America? Yeah. Oh, I think we were like 7-3 and three or 8-2. and two. We, were, we, we did a really good job there. It was, it was, it was uh, fascinating to see how professionals would play these high major teams and, and do well. It was their first game of the year, obviously, and we had been yeah. playing for a bit. But, um, yeah, that was a crazy experience. So we end up getting to the cup final that year and playing in that cup final. We played Cheshire. Chester. Chester Jets, yeah. um, and they played six players. Calvin Davis, John McCord, Perro Cameron, James Hamilton. That's four of them. I can't remember. John Thomas. John Thomas. Mookie Thomas. Little guard. <laughs> yes. Awesome player. And they were loaded, um, and, 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 yeah, we ran them. I think they won everything that year. I'm not sure. They, they might have swept it that year. I think it was the jet wash. I think so. And, but we did run them close. We came back and um, had an opportunity to win. And a fun game. It was at the Sheffield Arena, the arena that was across from the place we used to play, a yes. big arena. Uh, good crowd, good, good day out, all that stuff. But we were able to get it done. But that was 70-plus um, games that year. And, uh, yeah, my knee still feels that now. Uh, honestly, I don't think I was ever the same type of player after that year playing in. Because in Europe, we qualified for the second round, too. So not only did we play the first round, but when January started up, we were playing in Europe again. So, you know, that was a, a crazy, crazy season. And Lance Randall, like you said, was the coach. He's the head coach of St. Leo University, who plays in the Sunshine State Conference. Right. And he coaches against Florida Tech. Who has Billy Mims? Wow, who the riders know well. So Lance, uh, he coached the BBL for a couple of years, yeah. and now he's he's over there, and I still talk to him, uh, you know, monthly, uh, often. So um, yeah, small basketball world. I bet that's an interesting matchup uh, when they play each other um, down in Florida. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't. I, I I haven't really checked it. Checked out who won or who not. I'll check it out at the end. But yeah, they've uh, they certainly have a lot of history together, no doubt. The only thing about I couldn't find out regarding that cup final. Say you'd got twenty points, which yeah. which is which is third top score on on Bum It's kind of assist because I, I yeah. you're playing, and again I remember you playing more as a supporter. I always think you're more of an assist type yeah. point guard. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think there was. I think I led the league in assists two or three times in this league, but. Yeah, I think I think uh, I was always a scorer. You know, I think as older I got, there was more like concentrate more on the assists. And I regret that a little bit because I kind of got a little too assist happy. But um, yeah, I uh, I feel like I could fill it up back in the day. And and again, that was before I played seventy games that season. <laughs> after playing seventy games that season, you know, I wasn't as high on my jump shot after that. So it's almost almost an NBA season now, almost. Yeah, that's what it felt like. It was wild. It was. I think all of us were just, uh, you know, really beat up by the end. And um, yeah, I think. Uh, but it was a great experience. I think opening those. You know, we opened the first game we played the Birmingham Bolts. We were at University of Florida. I think they had won the national championship either the year before, or two years before, or something. So they were a high level, big time team. I remember playing against Udonis Haslam, and you know they had some guys. I don't. Billy Donovan was the coach. He's in the NBA now. So yeah, that was pretty cool, and it was pretty cool to hang out with our with the team like that. You know, on a bus traveling through, staying at these universities. You know, after the game uh, against these universities, we'd stay. 
um, at that university. <laughs> so it was, sur and there was no curfew because um, these games didn't count. So, um, yeah, there was some memorable, memorable nights. Um, Sounds like there's some the stories there. Yeah, right? it, was. It, was a, it, was a, it was a day before the phones. A sorry, a time before the phones. It was a different time where, um, yeah, you were able to um, you know, move freely without a lot of re repercussions. Sure, no, I, I get that. I love it. I mean, I don't know if it's my impression or not, kind of been watching riders 30 years, and kind of early days, certainly, and um, links to my, you may have heard this story, my link and following for Milwaukee Books, yeah. that we used to have big-time colleges pre-season and do some pre-season games against big-time colleges. And I can remember Leicester riders, I think about 1992, playing against Purdue, Old Leisure Centre, horrible floor. <laughs> Old Leisure Centre, Purdue, wow. Glenn Robinson, wow. before he went number one, first pick for Milwaukee Bucks. And that's where my link is from way back. And we don't seem to get those colleges come across anymore, Robert. That's my impression. Yeah, I think they come, they take a summer trip, these colleges. A lot of them head through Europe. I mean, obviously, we saw Portland. Uh, in here with Terry Porter. They played us, I think that was maybe four or five years ago in yeah, here. Yeah. We did that one. I do think Florida Tech came over a few years back too to play. But um, yeah, we haven't had it. I know Duke came over and played uh, London Towers a, f a few years back. UConn was over. But you're right, I think that's kind of dried up here. I think the problem we have is in the summer, when these guys will want to come and play, none of our players are around yeah. to play. So yeah. they do end up going to some of these European teams yes. that have their players around. Yeah. But it will be interesting to look back at how many of, of these you know, legendary players have been over here and played uh, in the U.K. in the preseason. It's... Um, yeah, I bet you there's been, you know, that's a big name, Glenn Robinson, jeez. Obi Leisure Centre, horrible, hard floor. I think I've ever been there. In, for, in front of about six supporters. Wow. And Dave Harris, Gene Waldron, and a couple of kids. Was Gene Cady the coach of Purdue? He was a legendary coach. I can't remember time. who the coach was, yeah. Rob. I'll look it up in, yeah. in the 90s. but yeah. um, It was the year before he was drafted, number one. Yeah, wow, that's, uh, that's, that's a good start. But there, I'm sure there's a lot of them. That we could find, uh, you know, who, who has come over and played here. But I think that, uh, you know, hopefully we can get. But we did have Terry Porter in here. He yes. was the head coach of Portland. That was fascinating to me because he was a guy that I remember watching as a as a player for the Trailblazers and everything. So meeting him was cool. But maybe we could uh, set something up next summer. Yeah, that that'd be great. I look forward to. Rob, uh, as usual, thank you for your time. We've had a good old chops today. I've yeah. really enjoyed it. Awesome. And and there's other things I want to talk about all the times. Um, things about I know you've done some uh, recent NBA commentary yeah. and analysis. We'll talk about that in okay, another cool. another episode. Uh, but thanks for your time. It's, I appreciate it as usual. Okay, thanks so much. So yeah, a little bit of a a, a retro Rob, a look yes. back on the. The Paternostro past, yes. The Pastanotro. That's a good. Uh, that's which, a good way of which, phrasing it. Which, to be honest, is just how his surname will be pronounced on the Eagles' commentary on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yes, probably will be, won't it? Yeah. <coughs> so it's, it was good, you know, a little bit of talk about his playing career and past. Principally, he did play, I think, one season as a rider, but mm, yeah. the rest of that was was Birmingham Bullets in yeah, the BBL. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and did he have? Did he? Was he about when they came back as the Panthers as well? Maybe? I think he did play yeah. uh, season under that banner. But yeah, yeah. predominantly a Birmingham. 
Birmingham player. Yes, yeah. And um, I like how he, he kind of was talking about... I'd, I'd forgotten. Mind you, why would I, I... I wouldn't remember anything from Birmingham Bullets. No. You know... We're not, we're not really the, interested. I feel like there's two Riders fans that probably remember it well. <laughs> they may have done, yes, uh, yes. In particular. Yeah, there probably is two. Probably the only two that liked Rob in 2002, <laughs> to be fair. Yeah, probably. Um, um, so I, I, I wouldn't remember, but I, I, kind of when he was talking about it, it did ring a bell that they had played um, a series in Europe, so mm. they had that. And then, But what I didn't realise, I have no memory at all, is that kind of early tour that they did to... The US of A, yeah. uh, playing a lot of colleges. And I was yeah. interested in his kind of, I think he was saying things like, you know, what happens on tour, stays on tour, yeah. you know, prior mobile phones and photographs and leaving no trace. So I suspect there's some good stories yeah, there. Yeah, some good stories together. Yeah, yeah. So I guess, you know, that'll if you, be the. If you, if you ever have a beer with Coach Rob at yeah. the, the end of season awards or something, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe something will co- co- come out a little perhaps, bit. Perhaps we need to do an. Um, uh, a rated 18 podcast uh, yeah. and kind of, you know, an explicit version of this podcast one day. What do you think? <laughs> Maybe so. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it sounds like he was going to make you sign some sort of NDA, <laughs> NDA to explain a bit more. Hopefully a bit of a better NDA than Hancock got his author to sign, let's yeah, say. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, no, so I, I enjoyed um, talking to Rob about that. It's good good to reminisce a little bit. Uh, and um, actually... We could have gone on for a little bit while longer. So, so hopefully, there's more of that to come. Hopefully, yeah. And certainly, uh, you got just reminiscing, telling stories, and you know, some good stuff came up and yes, came out of it. Seventy game Rob, I know, yeah. and his knees never been the same. Yeah. So, and, and seriously, I know. Yeah. And see, where was Donna at that point? Yeah. If, when, Do- if Donna was there, yeah. He'd still be bound. It's, he could dunk now, probably. He probably could, yeah. If Donna was on that Birmingham... If if Birmingham Bullets had had Donna, yeah. he would have played another four or five seasons. Could have played 100 games. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, No def- problem. Definitely. Um, and obviously he spoke a little bit a bit briefly about, you know, American colleges coming over here. Yeah. And he touched on the, the Duke popping over, yes. which I think was when they were trying to recruit Luol Deng. Was it? Um, that sort of era. Yeah, yeah. That came over. But yeah, just to think of Coach Case, one of that stature, coming over, bringing his team. Yes, to London to play. It's pretty, pretty cool. It is. Um, obviously, we had Terry Porter, which is also pretty cool. But yeah. just think of Coach K being sort of the almost the pinnacle of of basketball coaching. Obviously, you got to see Glenn Robinson, which is something you, you'll never stop banging on about. I know. Uh, I don't. I don't raise it too often these days, do I? No, not not so much. <laughs> not so much. You're, you're less bi- less big dog and more Greek freak these days. Um, <laughs> Obviously, the riders' um, retro kits, I think they are available uh, for yeah. purchase or pre-order yes. on, on the website. Me and the BFG were perusing them. Were you? The, in, you in and the, the BFG? Office. Me and the BFG. Were you, was he getting measured up for one? Yeah. Um, they didn't do a child's extra small, <laughs> so... <laughs> Oh dear! Yeah. So, um, but yeah. Although I guess it saves him a bit of money because there's no tax on children's clothing. That's true. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah. is he short or is he frugal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is the question. 
Um, but yeah, so um, some, some some decent gear. Obviously, it was nice to have the blue stuff this t- last time. Yes, we've got you got the red. We've got the old old council logo inspired kit. Yes, um, so I'm sure we'll be looking good up in Newcastle and then back in in Leicester on the Sunday. Get your tickets in all the normal places at riders.basketball. If you can't get to any of the games, which would be a massive shame, we'd love to have you with us. You can check it all out on the BBL YouTube page. Everything is live streamed and um, commentated. Sometimes by professionals, sometimes. by you yeah absolutely I, I, again I, all i can do is apologize for that um just before it before we finish and we've about done nothing ready for for checking out um just a quick shout out um pauline the pod mm. yeah you know last um the last episode i was talking about the development of the away supporters yeah. orchestra yeah the orchestra yeah she did come across to me um on friday okay uh, you know i was kind of struggling for stringed instruments and i was kind of was was floating the idea whether and Aaron Menzies, you know, guitar, whether yeah, that yeah. casts as a string instrument. Yeah. And you pointed, pointed out the weakness in that, that he's probably doing games, playing. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought he's was... busy normally. Yeah, yeah, it was a good good kind of insightful kind of uh, comment. Well, um, apparently, uh, Pauline is also a, a guitar player. Wow, okay. Yeah, so I'm just thinking, is there nothing she can't do? So we've got kazoo and guitar, all and, solved by one person. And the cowbell. And the cowbell. Yeah, so she's literally a one person band yeah well next home game i accept to see a, a drum set backpack definitely yes <laughs> yeah. with yeah. the symbols between the knees that, yeah, that'll, yeah, yeah. that'll get up. i think i think that's where we need to um pauline um doing a busking session at half time i'm i'm up for that yeah well to be honest i can just shout it out and see what happens yeah okay yeah <laughs> right um i think i think we're about done we're about done um, yes so yeah obviously we've had a little look back with rob going forward we do have the Newcastle games coming forward make sure you're locked into those and all things Riders at the socials at Riders B-Ball I've been Greg joined as always by Mark this is the Long for Ride podcast and that's our name